This is the voice of Mahatreya. Welcome to discover a new you. Wishing you most and more. The first question has come from a wife. Please advise how to express my views and opinions to my husband about career and work. One of the most important changes that has happened to humanity as a whole, not just your husband, not just in your home, to humanity as a whole, the need to be respected has become far greater than the need to be guided. So anytime we offer a feedback to your own children in the capacity of parents, to your own siblings in the capacity of a brother or a sister, to your own spouse in the capacity of a husband or a wife, to your own team in the capacity of a boss, to your own parents in the capacity of their son or daughter, If somewhere the feedback that is rendered makes the other person feel disrespected, not that there is disrespect. We live in a world of perceived reality and not reality. Reality is there is no disrespect. But if the other perceives, because when you try to correct a person, Unfortunately, for most people in the world, they do not view feedback as something that has been given, saying, good can become better. The way a feedback is received is, you are saying, I am not good enough. They do not perceive feedback as, I am attempting to improve you, but the feedbacks are always perceived as I'm pointing out at a mistake of yours. As a result, the perceived reality is I am not being respected. Even in a domain of a teacher-seeker relationship where the primary responsibility of the teacher is to correct you, is to reflect you unto yourself, is to give you a feedback, is to show you what to drop and it's to show you what to embrace. The primary context of a relationship between a teacher and seeker itself is not to feed your ego, not to grow in adulation for you, because that's not the context of this relationship, but to help you to improve. Over these years of doing what I'm doing, today I realize, if you cannot manage the ego of a seeker, you lose the seeker. In fact, without tickling, feeding, protecting the ego of a seeker, to help a seeker grow itself is becoming difficult.
because the instant the context of your feedback is perceived as you're trying to correct a mistake of mine and not you're trying to improve me a sense of disrespect grows in them and because currently in human consciousness the need to be respected is far greater than the need to be guided the mind of your audience and here when i say audience i'm not talking auditorium your husband is your audience as a wife your wife is an audience as an husband the mind of the audience immediately closes you can write in an open book you cannot write in a closed book you can enter an open mind you cannot enter a closed mind now as a result part of human relationship today even if you two of you in this case it's spouse even if two of you consider yourself soulmates even if two of you consider yourself as the best of friends even if you have grown in an environment where you always believed as a father i can take the liberty and give any feedback to my son or daughter there was a time i could shout at people in a crowd i could admonish them in front of everybody in a crowd and the basic context of how the whole thing will be received is if mahatreya is saying it it must be for my good and that was not negotiated that was not judged that was not opinionated upon there was only one spirit in which it was taken if he is saying it it must be right for me surrender was so spontaneous not that today there is no surrender but somehow that surrender has the superficial coating of ego and hence without managing that ego it's becoming very difficult to enter the core in fact when you see the initial chapters of interaction between arjuna and krishna you realize periodically krishna pampers the ego of arjuna by saying the greatest among the warriors the one who is here to vanquish all the sins the one who has victories among all victories krishna in fact somewhere only in the 9th or the 10th chapter arjuna starts praising krishna right through krishna keeps managing the ego of because in the beginning of gita krishna is perceived to be just a friend or a charioteer and arjuna is considered the hero of the entire war and krishna so carefully manages by tickling feeding preserving the ego of arjuna to hold his attention span and then gradually gently starts entering him now don't tell me there is a contradiction don't tell me that in the current consciousness of humanity mahatri you said like this but it has been like that even in bhagavad gita 
times, 6,000 years before Christ. Well, there is no contradiction. All these scriptures are timeless. In whichever period of history you read them, it has a context to that period of history. 10,000 years later you read them, it will still have a context to that period of time. And that is why they have survived time. All those books that has come which we have considered bestsellers, they all were celebrated during their time and they all were forgotten in the new era. It, all these pieces of truth has survived time because there is context sensitivity to any period of time of human consciousness. Here we are just explaining the poetic artistic skills of Vedavyas or the maturity of the teacher in Krishna to manage the ego of because everybody else has told him that you are the greatest Kshatriya, the greatest Kshatriya, the greatest Kshatriya. Krishna knows that he is not worthy of all those adulation because right now he is a coward who does not want to fight the war. But it, the opinion of one teacher in Krishna versus the mass adulation of everybody of Arjuna. And if Krishna has to enter... It's not the question of whose mistake. It's not the question of who is right and who is wrong. It's the question of whose life. Right now Arjuna had to be transformed for preserving that righteousness. So it's only after feeding the respect of Arjuna enough and more. Then Krishna's actual feedbacks begin for Arjuna. So it is a leadership style that we all have to cultivate. And when I say leadership style, any one of you in the role of leading the other. As parents, you are a leader. As a spouse, today you want to lead by offering certain guidelines, advices, suggestions to your husband. You want to lead him in the right direction. So we all have to cultivate this leadership style of first presenting ourselves in ways, means by which we are able to feed the respect of an individual, tickle, feed, protect the ego of an individual. Now is it not actually against the dharma of addressing a seeker where you have to handle Dharma has to be contemporized. I am not saying Dharma can be changed, but it has to be contemporized. And contemporizing Dharma to the existing state of consciousness is to recognize. If you are genuinely interested in their growth, then you will manage their ego by feeding their sense of respect first. Bringing them to a stage where they understand because of the respect you have for them, you already feel that they are good, but you feel they can be better and hence you are offering a sense of advice. Then the absorption will take place. Otherwise the absorption will not take place. Remember this one mantra. The need to feel respected is far greater than the need to be guided.